Today's show is brought to you by Casper. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash biggest and using promo code biggest. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe, from jury duty to Jew jokes. <laughs> with, uh, with over 3.5 million downloads, this is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I'm Maddox, with me is Dick, and Sean, our audio engineer. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hello. Welcome back. a new one. That is a new one. So <laughs> while I was doing prep for the show, I went through the main problems page, uh-huh. and a guy named James Garland wrote a huge list of alphabetical problems to go through, and that was one of them on the list. So thank you, James Garland, for that suggestion. Oh, so you could pair them up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it was really That was really funny. That, that, made me, that made me laugh. Um, yeah. So. How do we do? All right, Dick. Who's listening to Titanic this week? Nobody, because I called this... Shenanigans. What do you mean? Shenanigans, shenanigans. shenanigans. Piss Driblets got the number one vote last time. Sure. Followed by Infantilism. Uh, It's pretty close. Then Hunting Crybabies and then Ants. Hmm. All in the positive. Everybody thought everything we brought in was a problem last time. Except Piss Driblets was an anomaly, Dick. I think. I think Piss Driblets is an anomaly because we've never had a problem like that. What do you mean? That is a a non-problem, trivial, throwaway, uh, minor inconvenience Personal personal annoyance. We've never had a problem like <laughs> yeah. that. No, what about let me finish bread. <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish. Voted to the top of the list like that. Yeah, but the so, other problems weren't that like mm-hmm. it, it wasn't that high. The other yeah. problems just weren't that great. Or they weren't that big of problems. Oh, really? It's it's not as big of a problem as infantilism, or it's bigger yeah. than infantilism I, and, and ants. You know, uh, Something that annoys everybody. I know ants are annoying, but I'm more annoyed by piss driblets. Like I and I have a lot more exposure to ants than you, I think. Dick. Dick. So this these I called shenanigans last episode, didn't I? About the dropbox. Yeah, you were kind of right. You were kind of right. Uh-huh. You were kind of right. Let me get let me get to it. We were Sean. They put a hack Sean, on us, Sean. Sean, that's right. You remember I said that the vote was skewed for the Dropbox because I'd never seen anything down downvoted so high. It yeah. did seem excessive. It yeah. was excessive. It was. So I logged in and I did some snooping around and I looked at the database and I looked at the votes, and lo and behold, there were hundreds of fake votes for Dropbox. Yeah. And that was a good catch. It's like an election. Yeah, that was a good catch. Uh-huh. And then the uh, one of the top comments here, uh, Brian Gibson says, I voted up ants, voted down piss driblets, and in a matter of 45 seconds and two refreshes, piss driblets jumped around 200 votes. Anyone else see this happen during the voting? Well, no, but that's because the the page itself is cached. Not by 200, No, 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 yes, yes, it is. Yeah, it, yeah, no, I, I know, but I myself was doing the same thing, and I noticed the same anomaly. Yes, because when you load it first, it's a cached version, and then when you click the vote, it sends the most current version. So right when the episode launches, that happens, because the cache expires like every couple of hours. Yeah, but not by 200 votes. Yes, it does, because if 200 votes happen in an hour, then it will give you the most current vote tally. Like, if... If you start the episode, the right. votes are extremely low. Right. Like, what right. was Piss Driblets in at the end? 400, 500, right something now, like that? Right now, it's over 1,000, Dick. Yeah, see, all the votes for our shows come in close to the start of the episode launching. Like, they accelerate, and then they plateau. So if you vote during that first acceleration, you'll get a jump like that. You'll experience a jump like that. Dick, I understand, but administrators like you and I don't see cashed votes, do we? We see them in real time. 
And I also logged into the server to double check, and in real time, the votes were, were consistent with the with the votes I was seeing on there. I call shenanigans, so we, we caught the ones for the Dropbox vote. Yeah. We didn't catch this one. I mean, that, that's, there's nothing to catch. Like, what... Do you want me to bring in the evidence for piss driblets to prove that piss driblets is a problem? What I, will satisfy I, I you? I really don't think that our listeners, for the first time ever, has voted up a problem so high that's a non-problem. It's never it's, happened. It's definite. We got so much email regarding piss driblets and how much they annoy everybody. It's a huge problem. The email flood alone should don't, prove don't to you that it's a big stick. problem. You know it's not. You know it's not. Same I, thing with I brought it in because it's a big problem. And by the way, Dropbox is still very much in the negative, even with those fake votes thrown out. Right, but there's also that effect, the psychological effect. When people see a lot of people doing something, they'll also do that thing. That's what happened so to Bush. it's possible. You're right. <laughs> okay. CNN yeah. launches the wrong presidential winner, and people don't go show up to vote. Yeah, right? yeah. Is that what happened in that election? What, you is that mean the right election the, that I'm the talking second, about? The second election? Yeah. Is that what happened? Uh, I yeah, there I was some con- there was went. some controversy there. It was either CNN yeah. or NBC or something. And then the next election cycle, they all tripped over themselves to not call it. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, I'd rather them err on that side. But uh, yeah, Dick, shenanigans, shenanigans. I don't believe. Oh, you're a poor loser. I don't believe. No, no, you're no. a poor loser. This That's isn't what it this is. isn't about losing, Dick. This show's not a contest. And I think specifically, and I'm totally serious about this. I think specifically, the contest element of this show is hurting the show. Oh I my god! I absolutely believe that because I think. Well, it's, go vote me up then. It's cheapening. I haven't brought you in as a problem yet, except for indignant co hosts Go that, vote it up. That, but that's an indirect. That's a that's an indirect uh, passive aggressive okay. way of uh, bringing you in as a problem. Just I haven't like brought you this in. This is no. No. This is indirect passive aggression against the vote, the contest part. I have not, because there is no contest part, Dick. And I think that it's cheapening the show, and it's hurting. <laughs> it's hurting the show because people start doing shenanigans like this yeah. because they think the votes matter because they want to hear whatever gimmick for the next I week. I think piss driblets is a big problem. That's why I brought it in. I'm surprised at the results too. But then look at it. Infantilism. I don't think the case was well made. For infantilism. Well, of course like, not, you're because about coloring when books. you ignore every every piece of evidence that I bring in and then just go to your default, uh, so what's the problem, by ignoring everything I bring in, of course, Dick, because you have this tendency when I bring in huge problems Here with lots go. of evidence and make a case for it, uh-huh. you'll just sit there and completely, you'll ignore everything I said. Well, what's the problem? As if I had not said anything. Fucking libertarian. (laughs) (laughs) Some guy in the comments I thought made a more compelling case than you did about infantilism, though. Well, I don't remember. Like, I don't remember enough of it to recite it. But he was talking about how um, he was talking about how it makes people weaker and less responsible. It was a more compelling case. Uh But I still don't think coloring books like adults doing coloring books is that big of a problem? Like, it seems like more of a legitimate form of escapism to me. Dick, I... don't want to shit on your problem because I think it's stupid and annoying. But I literally said that it makes you weak and irresponsible during that episode, didn't I? Yeah, I said I it know, makes you unprepared. But he said it in a better way. Okay, great. Great. But I, I wasn't just reducing the entire problem down to people who use coloring books. There's yeah. no one thing that you can do or not do to not be infantile. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that that's one symptom of people who are potentially infantile or they infantilize themselves. Yeah. In fact, in fact, somebody sent me this article just before or actually just after the episode aired. Uh-huh. There is a new adult uh, preschool launching in New York. Did you guys hear about I, this? I, that's what I was talking about on the episode. What? Yeah, that what you're what you're saying. The adult preschool? Yeah. Yeah. It costs $1000 to to attend this adult preschool. Sure. And you join and you play with Play-Doh 
and you draw on coloring books. And and furthermore, I looked at this article on uh, triggering and people who there was this big event at this college where someone is going to come and do a rape talk, right? Oh, um, yeah, they were talking Trigger. about ra- right. So there was Ted like this- talks evil twin, <laughs> a rape talk. <laughs> Rape talk. <laughs> yeah, it's a real, uh, real weird audience. Tepid crowd. So during this rape talk, whatever, um, people said that there was going to be a safe space for people who felt triggered. Uh-huh. And during this safe space for people, uh-huh. they would go to this room, this rec center, and then they would play with Play-Doh and draw oh, in God. coloring books. So what they are literally doing is infantilizing them and making them avoid any kind of uncomfortable feelings or trauma they might have. It, it helps them avoid any kind of responsibility or the adult feelings of dealing with your trauma and your grief. Okay, that's a great reason. You didn't yeah. say that last week, though. I said I did say it helps you avoid being an adult in real life. And yeah, responsibilities but that's, that's and all not those the things. same as dealing with things that trouble you. Okay. Like, because you know, I have a problem with people not wanting to see things that trouble them. Sure. Yeah, but not dealing with real life. I'm on board with that. Like, okay. yeah, real life fucking sucks. It yeah. will suck the life out yeah. of you. Find something to escape from it. Yeah. As long as it doesn't hurt anyone else. But what you're seeing is different. Well, I call shenanigans on piss triplets. I don't think our fans are that stupid. I That's really not don't. stupid. Piss triplets are a big stupid. problem. No, they're not. And you're disingenuous. You There's call no them fucking idiots. way. You call them idiots every episode. Every episode you call them idiots. <laughs> well, they're definitely idiots. <laughs> Every, you, everyone is compared to me, but I don't believe that they're that idiotic. Says the guy who plugs his pee hole to see what would happen. <laughs> that's a, that's a, as a scientist, I thought of an experiment, and I get shit on. I, I get no respect in this show. If I had discovered something, if I had discovered the next like uh, you know hose technique, if you could if you could spray your pee further, and you'd never have to get off the couch, you could just sit on the couch and squirt your piss around the corner. Well, think like, about put a little English on it and spray it in the <laughs> toilet from the couch. <laughs> You never have to get up. Just lob it into the sink from yeah. the living room. Yeah. yeah. Think think about think about it in terms of truck drivers, right? You're driving, you gotta pee. Right 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 now what truck drivers do is they pee in a bottle and yeah. throw it out a window. Is that Piss a better judge, solution? Man. No, you you put your thumb over the hole and squirt it out the side. <laughs> Out the side of the window? Yeah. So it splatters all over your truck? Who cares? And all over other drivers and bicyclers? You want to get a bunch of trucker piss all over you soaked in corn nuts? Better than a fucking bottle full that's going to explode all over my car or sit there in the heat and then finally explode all over some fucking lizard. You dump it out when you stop. (laughs) That's not what they do. They they hurl it. They lob it like a grenade. You're so salty. I got a comment. (laughs) I got a salty. I got a comment. From Ryan Sean Devlin, he says, uh, hunting crybabies is really misleading. The majority of Facebook warriors were crying about an American poaching in Africa, not hunting. And mm. uh, Dick, um, the, the dentist actually was poaching, and he has prior poaching records. I know. I brought that up on the show. Huh. Yeah. Newsmax.com. Yeah, I don't care if he was. Again. Okay. All right. Here's, uh, I got a voicemail from, from the hunting problem that you're talking about. Yeah. Dick and Maddox, where do you guys get off talking about a Cecil being killed and not even talk about his family? This is me, the cowardly lion. I was brave at one point. I fell on top of the world. And then Cecil and I were walking toward the edge of the forest and we smelled something delicious. So we went out to see what it was, and I saw him, I saw him, and I was going to get out and give that dentist the old one-two. I was going to get with him, but then I saw his crossbow and realized I'm a giant pussy. He left behind cubs, you guys. He had a family. I mean, I know I had to eat them because they weren't mine, but still, the 
don't want my nephew. Says. Anyway, you guys, <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Dick, go fuck yourselves. That's one. Uh, that's one Jewish lion. Uh oh. Uh, Is that on Jew, the list? Jew jokes. <laughs> it will be. Yeah. Do you want another um, yeah. Cecil voicemail? Yeah. Hi, this is Cecil the Lion's brother, oh. Chet the Lion. I'm just calling in to say that whoever shot Cecil was a goddamn hero. Cecil was a douchebag. He was the Kanye West of lions. Maybe he was. He raped my wife, always cheated at Pinnacle, and to top it off was one of the most outspoken anti-Semites I ever knew. I'm glad he's dead. Fuck him and fuck anybody defending him. Wow. That's his own brother. Yeah, his own brother threw him that. under the bus. Huh? He's mm-hmm. the Mel Gibson of lines, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, I got a comment from Simon Kempthorne. He says, perhaps hunters should hunt ants. Two problems solved with the one fell swoop. I agree. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And then I got a comment from Evan Harrington. He says, I always squeeze the piss out of my dick when I'm done peeing. My underwear's clean. Thank you, Evan. Yeah, a lot of people had some advice for me on how to stop that from happening. It was... Um, Ring it out like a bar towel? Uh, no, it was more stupid than that. It was like hook your hand, hook your hand into a a claw shape and like squeeze against your prostate, like reach around your nutsack and press it into your prostate to like clean out the remaining urine. Yeah. But then I got to wash my hands. Yeah. I got a I got a suggestion too. Um how about just fuck off? It's a drop of pee. Shut up. <laughs> how about that? Yeah, uh, that's Paul, for, that's from me, by the way. Paul Husson, a urologist, wrote in. Uh, oh yeah, yeah he says, you guys might have looked this up, but uh, I wanted to clear some up. Your kidneys are constantly making urine as your blood is filtered. This urine is then transported to the bladder for storage. When you're ready to urinate, your sphincter relaxes in the bladder, which is a muscle. So you were right about this. Yeah, does contract and urine goes out the urethra. Uh, when you think you're done, the sphincter contracts again and closes off the bladder, depending on how long your urethra is. Mm-hmm. Long, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very long. long. Yeah, very long. A certain amount of urine is trapped. Shaking only gets a couple drops out uh, and might uh, fling off on your pants anyway. Instead, press up under your scrotum. See, they always say press up under your scrotum. Who, who, who's doing that? Well, I guess if you want to solve this problem, Dick, you got to get up in there in your scrotum. Do you do that? No. No, me either. It's not a fucking problem. It's a drop of pee. I don't care. Maddox, when you felt pain in your kidneys, you were actually forcing urine backwards into the kidneys by blocking your pee hole. Nice job. Ha. You I'm know a what? urologist. This is how I talk. You, you, know, <laughs> you know what, Mr. Urologist, smart guy? Here's what I think. I think the more I practice doing this with my, uh, you know, my pee hole fire hose thing. Yeah the stronger my bladder muscles are going to get. I'll oh. be able to snap a pencil with my bladder, baby. It's the ultimate leg day. Yeah. <laughs> You're working out your bladder every day. There's another uh, voicemail. Yeah. Hey, Maddox. Thanks for distinguishing between infantilism and a healthy adult interest in something that's childlike. Okay, here we go. Now, if only my friends could understand that my interest in diapers and binkies is just a part of my aesthetic. Yeah, maybe it's just part of his aesthetic. These fucking idiots. You know what? The number one, the shittiest argument from that episode that's been haunting me because because all your your uh, your legions of acolytes were parodying mine. It. Yeah, yours, oh. yours. Because you can tell who they the are. The dickheads. The dickheads. That's what I call them. Yeah, the, the, the dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did nobody come up with that? <laughs> Sack up, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dickheads and the piss driblets of arguments that they had. They were saying, oh, Maddox, uh, you have a problem with infantilism, yet you play video games. Uh. These morons. Yeah. Not all video games are for kids, dipshits. The average age of a gamer is 35 years old. 
And and I looked it up, Dick, and you were like, well, are those mostly casual gamers? And I looked it up. That's a valid question. You don't need to say it like an asshole. That's a valid <laughs> question for that statistic. It absolutely isn't, because casual or not, they're still playing video games. It's 2%. 2% makes up the casual video game market. Mm. The rest are largely, like games like Grand Theft Auto and games like Manhunt and Outlast, all these really violent and sexually yeah. suggestive games. They're not for kids, just like not all animation is for kids, morons. Eh, Okay. I just think there's more. I think there's more in common between video games and adult coloring books. Than, there isn't than you're any. On. Again, there isn't any more than animation being for kids. A, uh, the movie Akira is not for kids. I haven't seen that. The movie Ninja Scroll is not for kids. It has sex, graphic okay. sex, yeah. graphic yeah. violence. It's for teens, though. Like it's more for teens. Then how come the average say. age of there? What about adult-only rated games? Just, Does anyone pay attention to that shit? Yeah, of course. Adult man. only, adult only, and mature rated. There's a, there was a big uh, um, hoo ha. Well, I was gonna say hoo ha. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say kerfuffle. Then I was gonna say hoo ha, oh. and I thought both those sound stupid. Anyway, right. man, um, about a billion people sent me this uh, article that says they found it, this new studies found that spicy food is associated with a reduced risk for death. People who eat spicy food live longer. This is from mm. the New York Times. They said that uh, they studied 485,000 people, and after controlling for family, medical history, age, education, diabetes, smoking, and many other variables, the researchers found that consuming spicy food six to seven times a week reduced the risk of death by 14%. 14%. Wait, reduce the risk of death? Yeah. Any of, like, illness? Yep, that's what it says. Huh. That's interesting. Reduce the risk of yeah. death. Well... It doesn't say of death in here. It just says consuming spicy food six to seven times a week reduced the risk by 14%. I, I, they're talking about Yeah, death. all right. Of all, of all causes. I got yeah. some fan art. Yeah. Uh, Lucas sent this in. It's uh, too small of a face for my head man. It's oh, a Mega Man villain. I saw that. Like that, Sean? He's got a little frowny face. Yeah. I mean, I, is that Probably a frown? I can pissed off. Barely tell. All these assholes are picking on him for something that isn't true. Hey, speaking of video games, Dick. Yeah. Uh, we played a game recently, didn't we? We settled the debate. We settled the Smash Brothers debate. Yeah. And the ultimate smashdown. Yeah. We talked about it last week where Maddox and I were going to go um, play Smash Brothers to determine once and for all whether or not it's a fighting game. And we did. We right. both We both learned something at this event, did we, we not? We did. We played the game. We played the game at UCB Theater. Yeah. And it was part of a, a show, and Dick and I played only one round, it was a yes, short round. To lukewarm applause. <laughs> yeah. It was a it was a real weird audience. <laughs> no one knew what the fuck we were doing. No. In fact, to a to a point at uh, on stage, even I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. I, was, I brought it. Do you want me to play the video of it? Let's hear it. Do you want to narrate it as we go? Well, not the not the entire thing, but let's hear a little bit of it. Yeah. I got a little bit of it here. I'm gonna play it now. We're gonna try to walk through it even though uh, listening to a fighting game is not a lot of fun. Sean here, you can see it. I am Mega Man. And Maddox, because he's a cheap fuck, went with Ryu. The only fighter in that game. The only real fighter in that game. This is like my specialty. Right now, we're both uh, learning where jump is on the controller, as you can see. And also, I'm learning that in uh, Smash Brothers, you don't always face your opponent. Oh, is that why you were running backwards for most of the fight? I was trying to do some crossovers and jump moves and zoning. None of that exists. You got too complicated. Yeah. There's Maddox jumping off the side of the level. Yeah, I was trying to kill, was trying to oh, kill yeah, myself. I'm really starting to think you're right. It's really a button masher. It's just a button masher. What are you supposed to do here? Get that. 
How do you get oh, that? You catch it and then you do your final smash. <laughs> We're jumping around trying yeah. to catch some kind of a magic ball. There was a superpower. There was a, uh, a power up that was floating around in the episode. We were both trying to get like idiots. Oh, here's the best part. That's See not, this? This not. is when Mega Man summons all his pals. I don't know how I did that. But it shoots Maddox off the level. Yeah, I did. I figured it out. That was all a trick, man. I'm just playing. Yeah, I'm really gonna play it. Yeah, garbage, garbage, garbage competition. All right, here's the last five seconds. Three, two, one. Time. That's me, right? So, so that quiet is because we don't know who won. But then we see that it was Mega Man, wasn't it? Yeah. And there's me graciously coming over to shake your hand as yeah. the loser. Yeah, yeah. As the champion of video games. Uh-huh. So, I mean, what do you call it when you beat a pro? Are you a legend at that point? You call it a buggy game. They need to send that game back into QA testing, buddy. Okay. So so what's the epiphany we both had during that, Dick? Uh, well, I, you know, that game to me seems like a fun, silly game that they tried to turn into a sport yeah like golf right know? right like it's not it's, i don't think it's a fighting game it no. seems like a frantic button there you go game. bravo but what did you learn i learned and this is the honest truth i had a lot of fun playing it <laughs> yeah. i gotta be honest i really had a good time and after we only played one round and i wanted to keep playing because it's a fun game it really yeah. is it's just not a fighting game I will not back down from that. However, it is a fun game, and if you guys have fun playing it, good, fuck off, and don't bring it up on the show again. We're never especially, talking about yeah, it again. Especially, oh, you idiots who keep complaining that you're tired of hearing about it, then stop <laughs> sending in fucking voicemail and stop commenting. You know, these people who are so tired of hearing about it, they sure let me know in about 30 different messages, 30 distinct messages, all upvoted, by the way. Got the message, guys. Stop talking about it, yeah. and we'll stop talking about it. Idiots. All right. Um, do you want to go... Oh, we, oh, yeah, we've got one more thing. We got one more thing here. We got a package from our transcriber, our beautiful, lovely, and talented transcriber, Lori Foster. She sent us a care package. Now, if you'll remember back in December, Lori and Megan, both our transcribers, sent us a care package. And uh, it was a big, a big uh, latex tit. Felt yeah. like a bag of sand. Stress ball. Yeah, some Tom's shoes. Tom's shoes, what right? What else did we get? Butterfingers. Butterfingers for mm -hmm. Sean, that's right. Yeah. Why did they send you Butterfingers? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't been brought up in like 10 episodes. Well, all right. So we got a box here. It looks like the size of a bread box. Yeah. That's, that's, everyone knows exactly what size that what is. What is it? What Why'd you, you send it? What, what's that? Why'd you send it? So what she sent it? us this, uh, this care package. Her and her husband are launching. They have this comic book that they've been working on called Super. Uh, it's really well done. It's a graphic novel. Lori inks some of the pages. I think maybe all the pages. But yeah, this, uh, this comic book is really well done. They got a lot of press for it. They launched a Patreon. We said we'd give them a little plug. Guys, check it out. Check out uh, Lori's comic book. It's Why called Super. Why don't we Super. have cool shit like this? Yeah, it's, it is really cool. a bunch really of cool. like, trading cards and little guys, like little figures. She sent us these little action figures called Blitz. The, I think that's the character name. It's called Blitz, which, by the way, I looked into making action figures a while back. It's really expensive. That yeah. stuff is really expensive and hard to make. Um, anyway, yeah, she launched. What are the cards she has here? Dick's opening up an envelope that has a bunch of cards in it. We've got the graphic novel for Super. Oh, that's cool. Well, I don't know anything about it. 
And one of the char- the main character uh, is is modeled after Lori, which uh, Lori oh, does a lot, a lot really? of modeling. Yeah, she does yeah, a lot of modeling. She does do a lot of modeling. Real easy on the eyes. All right. Yeah. Let's see. Okay, cool. There's like some kind of Nazi war machine. That's cool. Oh my gosh, that's my favorite thing. Yeah. Nazi war machines. <laughs> All right. So, oh, wait jokes. a minute. There's <laughs> some kind of Soviet guy in here. He's got a CCCP thing on his helmet. There you go. There's your guy. Oh, that's so badass. I bet Cecil's brother would like that. Yeah, probably. The anti-Semitic lion. All right. Anyway, it's uh, Patreon, it patreon.com slash supercomic. We'll link to it. Thank you, Lori. Awesome, awesome comic. Sean, you got some. Oh, you got some trading cards, too. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what are the, uh, we, we saw these trading cards here. Oh, yeah, cool. so wait, what are the uh, the trading cards? She sent well, us all trading characters cards. from the from the cartoon. Oh my gosh, this looks Blood incredible! Death, a some a uh, American guy with a big gun, a guy who's head to toe in America flag, like Green Man. <laughs> you mean, in other words, an American? An American. <laughs> That's what the rest of the world sees us as, right? A, he has near like impenetrable. Yeah, he has near impenetrable body armor, martial arts mastery, high tolerance for pain, justice, and bullets. Sounds like you. <laughs> yeah, there's there's fire ant. Uh oh, Maddox nemesis. I do hate ants. Step on them. All right, go All ahead. Right, let's get to the problems. Dick, my first problem this week, and the biggest problem in the universe. No hyperbola. Death. Oh, yeah. hyperbole. Hyperbole. Yeah. Oh, is the math one? No hyperbole. Death. No. Ah. N- yeah, death. Death is the biggest problem in the universe. It's a big problem. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to these stats. <laughs> 100% of people died. <laughs> yeah. 100% of people who live will experience death at some oh, point shit. in their lives. 100%. Uh, oh, man. Death is caused by pneumonia. <laughs> falling off buildings? Wood, wood chippers. Falling off is, no, is number three on my list. Wood, oh. wood chippers. Falling off motorcycles at high speeds. Uh-huh. Dehydration. Yep. Starvation, that's hunger. Uh-huh. Suicide. Sure. Homicide. Malnutrition. Pregnancy. Is that, is that it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Pregnancy. Roller coasters. Roller coasters. Sharks. Horse, uh, horses. Ah. Uh. Militarized police. Oh, yeah, definitely. Obesity. And regular police. And regular police. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Aging. Mm. Being born. Sleeping. Drinking too much water. Ugh. Cannibalism. Cannibalism causes death? Cannibalism causes death. How? Because you get eaten. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, not necessarily. I see what you're saying. You could have died of natural causes and then somebody eats you. That's true. That's a good technicality. Thank you, Dick. (laughs) Thank you. I will correct this. (laughs) I'm not trying to be a contrarian, but that's that's not accurate. That's true. I thought about that, too, for a split second because if you were, say, boiled alive, too, the boiling is actually the the boiling kills you. The cannibalism doesn't. Okay. Thank you for the correction. I will change cannibalism to boiling. Okay. Boiling boiling causes death. Decapitation. Blood loss. Mm. Diarrhea. Eating bad food, eating poison, drinking poison, Ebola, riots, getting stabbed in the heart with a steak, mi- yeah. microbes, bacteria, and mercury poisoning. Those and are, mercury poisoning. Yeah, those are all the those reasons. Are the those, those, those are the cause of death. Those are the cause of death. Yeah. It's so bad that even thinking about death can make people sad, depressed, and scared. It gives people anxiety, and it's the number one reason people are afraid of going skydiving. Did you know that? Death is the well. Well, what else? Yeah, okay. Afraid, afraid of yeah. heights because they're afraid of dying. It's all. It's all death. Everything's. Everyone's afraid of everything because of death. 
Uh, yeah, you, and you're you're dead on about causing anxiety. <laughs> well, like it's like, it's like one of the it's the only thing where you sit if you sit there and think everyone I love will there's a, they will die. Yeah, like it will really fucking depress you, man. You'll have a bad day, guaranteed. Yeah. Did you know that more even so than piss triplets? More more so than piss triplets. That's an objective fact. Did you know that even birds die? In fact, all living things die, Sean. Did hmm. you know that? All living things die. No. Um, he, <laughs> I read that somewhere. <laughs> Do you read it on Wikipedia? Because I'm about to quote it. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's a huge uh, Wikipedia page for Wait, death. Wait, isn't there something that has, like, there's, like, life in perpetuity or something? At, like Heaven. Yeah. No, it's, like, hydras or... Wait a minute, what? The mythical beast? No, like, deep in the ocean. There's, well, there's, there's like, like trees species that don't die. They can theoretically die. live forever. Yeah. Isn't that right? Like that, that alpine or that one organism that is all the trees. Well, that's an aspen grove. Yeah, it's a large single they live organism. Forever, basically, you can kill die? it. I don't know about that. Oh, you can kill it. A bomb will kill it. Okay, for I, sure. I don't know. I got to look it up on Wiki. Yeah, and they can live forever, huh? I mean, no, theoretically. Like a, yeah. No, not even no nothing. Because then there's proton decay. Yeah, eventually also, everything dies. Also, Sean, right. if the Earth is being destroyed, like when the sun engulfs it, how's it going to move? It can't. It's a fucking tree. Yeah, it's not an ant. Even if you escape the Earth, Maddox still going to die. Uh, that's true. Everything dies. So here's the thing. Um, so according to Wikipedia, they said physiological death is now seen as a process more than an event. Conditions once considered indicative of death are now reversible. Where in the process a dividing line is drawn between life and death depends on factors beyond the presence or absence of vital signs. In general, clinical death is neither necessary nor sufficient for a determination of legal death. A patient with a working heart and lungs is determined to be brain dead, can be pronounced legally dead without clinical death occurring. Mm. So now we're getting into some really Terry interesting area. stuff? Yeah, not just Terry Schiavo stuff, but I was reading about this, and the more I read about it, the more fascinating it is, because... The more I read about death, the less I knew what it was. Like, death is kind of this amorphous thing. Nobody really can define the exact moment someone is dead. It's when the thing goes, beep, yeah. there, you're dead. Well, not necessarily, though, because nobody can even decide on the exact definition. If you define it as a lack of consciousness, then technically anytime we temporarily lose consciousness, like when we undergo an anesthetics or are blackout drunk, yeah. we can be called dead. Also, Ooh. organisms like bacteria are alive but not conscious. So people can't even agree what the definition of consciousness means. And you can, like, freeze spores. Like, there's some type, there's some type of um, microscopic organism. I don't even know if it's an organism, but it will, like, it doesn't die. It enters, like, a state of, uh, I don't know, stasis. Yeah. Like, it can go in space and spawn somewhere else where living conditions are better. Yeah, what are those called? They're, like, buggy bears or something? Huggy bears? Like- oh, yeah. 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 Those the little guys. look cute. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then there's another type of bacteria. I just heard about this on Radiolab, I believe. They talked, it's called uh, B. tracheosis or something. Some kind of bacteria. I forget what it's what it's called. But it's a large bacteria that is, uh, it's, it's kind of like a hybrid between a bacteria and a virus. But they found some from 30,000 years ago, and they thawed out on some tundra that came back to life. Boom. So, which, I guess, if, if it's alive, if you can define it as that. But so, I looked up the definition of consciousness. The first definition says, an alert cognitive state in which you are aware of yourself and your situation. And then the second definition is having knowledge. So, I got a question for you, Dick. Okay. Does a baby with a learning disorder who's severely mentally disabled have consciousness since it can't even have knowledge? If you're using that definition of consciousness. Like a 
a retarded person? Did yeah, they have ba- consciousness? Yeah. I would, yeah, because they, like, know themselves. They they know that they are a thing. I'm not talking about, not necessarily, because when they show certain animals themselves in mirrors, if they look at themselves in mirrors, uh, they sometimes don't recognize that they're looking at themselves. Oh, um, I don't don't know. What does the research say? Um, Well, that's, it's not really a research thing. It's a philosophical thing. Nobody really, there's no consensus on this. What, what about people in semi-vegetative states who don't exhibit any signs of memory or knowledge? Uh, are they dead? Well, that's the question. I don't fucking know. Are have they you dead? Ever, like, read, have you ever read accounts of people who have been in a coma saying that they were aware yeah. of the whole thing? Oh, man, it that's It sounds terrifying. horrible. It sounds horrible. There, there was that guy who was in a coma for 27 years and he was conscious. Yeah. And he said every single day he just imagined a life that was better than his. Well, I mean, what's different about not being in a coma then doesn't don't we all do that all day anyway hey we might all be in comas right now listening to this podcast you gotta stick it out though right if you're in that situation hey you're you're a lucky coma patient if you're listening to this podcast (laughs) tell you that much would you stick it out or would you want to be shut off you're in a coma like because you got you can't communicate can't communicate anything you got to make up your mind now Hmm. it's hard to say man that state i don't know if it's mental you gotta say you gotta pick one way or the other dnr or not Oh boy! If, well, if I'm in a coma and I'm conscious, then I think I might. I'm leaning towards sticking around because but I think you don't that, know. Well, that nobody knows knew that that guy was aware. Yeah, of they his have coma. New, they have new tests to determine those to, those type of things. I don't oh, know, man. Okay. I don't yeah. know. So the death used to be defined as the lack of a heartbeat, but defibrillation, CPR, and even adrenaline can resuscitate a patient. So you know, Dick, what you were saying just now uh, when the heart monitor goes, beep, yeah. That's not necessarily death because you can be resuscitated. That can be a temporary state. Yeah. Life can be supported even without a heart or lungs using machines. Yeah. The modern definitions of death include brain death. In your dead. version, you would prefer it that way. What? In your perfect life, you'd prefer all of your systems to be kept alive by machines. Well, of course. Right? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah of course. We understand, no, we understand machines. We can make machines. It's harder, hearts are more difficult yeah. to make. Can't make a Wi-Fi router that works reliably, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> everything else, going to nail it. Hey, what happens when your Wi-Fi router goes dead? Unplug it. <laughs> and and then yeah. you buy a new one. Yeah. You buy a better one, yeah. a newer model. You get upgrades. I can't wait to be a cyborg. It's going to be great. Modern definitions of death. You'll be the jankiest cyborg. Me? Like you, yeah, will you be an early adopter of that technology? Oh, no. I don't think <laughs> I don't, you no can way. resist. No way. I don't think, like, when GE rolls out with their, or Nissan, who's making the net stupid little human? Is it Honda? Honda, That yeah. makes a little robot? Yeah. When they roll out with the first one you can plug in, man, you're, you'll be, you'll last all of 23 minutes. And then you'll, you'll, yeah, 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 sign me up, sign me up. Take my brain, take it. Yeah, fuck it, man. I'm a celebrity. I'm a big-time author. I'm a bestseller. We got to preserve my brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? We got yeah. a bunch of dildos who are just repro- reproducing from uh, idiocracy. Uh. And dildos, I mean idiotic people. Right. Um, so now they're saying that uh, modern definitions of death mean brain dead, which includes people without brain activity. Uh, but the period of time without brain activity isn't agreed upon. So fans of Guardians of the Galaxy were spared a mass grave, I think. Oh, boy. Brain-dead idiots. Oh, my God. Bunch of, bunch of dummies, morons. Anyway, man, I uh, just got a few more things here. The acceptance of brain death as death of the human being legitimated the practice of procuring viable, vital organs from patients with devastating neurological injuries who were still breathing and perfusing their organs. I don't even know what that means. 
with the aid of mechanical ventilators. Ventilators, excuse me. By the late 1990s, however, the equation of brain death with death of the human being was increasingly challenged by scholars. Based on evidence regarding the array of biological functioning displayed by patients correctly diagnosed as having this condition, who were maintained on mechanical ventilation systems for substantial periods of time. So even by the whole brain criteria, Dick, the, the determination of brain death can be complicated. So uh, this is again from Wikipedia. They said EEGs can detect spurious electrical impulses while certain drugs, hypoglycemia, hypoxia, and hypothermia can suppress or even stop brain activity on a temporary basis. So how do you define death? Max, you're making this you're making this problem way smaller than it is. You think so? Yes, you're talking about the minutia of determining when death occurs. But that's a, is, that's a pretty significant thing, don't you think? No, you're you're dead. Well, you're gonna <laughs> okay. whether you bounce across the line of what makes death, eventually you're gonna fucking die, and that's horrible. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. Well, nothing. So nothing. Now there's some theories out there. There's some theory. There's a guy. There's a couple of scientists. It's actually a growing movement in the scientific community. Well, Google the started the. Are you, are you gonna talk about Google's company? They secretly started like a life company. No, An anti-death I, company? Was it I've called only, Calico or something like that? I want to hear... Only, it only exists to prolong life. Yeah, I want to hear more about this because I, I think I heard a little bit about this through you. So what is this? Oh, I have no idea. It's like a, a secret project that these billionaires started to like invent life-prolonging technology. It's awesome. I wish I knew more about it, but I, I don't. I don't have the research. Well, they say people think that there's no theoretical limit on how long we can we can live i mean we've already doubled our life lifespan like yeah. our life expectancy uh some people are getting to the point where we're able to triple it there are people living to 110 years old yeah 105 years old and it's pretty common um and Buddy, they're living more con- more functional lives even then even even if you live a thousand years let's say we get the lifespan up into the thousands yeah right like yeah. in the bible yeah. like it used to be before we did all these affronts against god like when gay every- marriage <laughs> when everybody was eating organic <laughs> and not all having the time. slaves yeah. like it expressly says in the bible we're supposed to have um <laughs> i'm kidding obviously uh when we even when we live that long we're still getting hit in the head by a foul ball at a baseball game. Yeah. You know, you're still going to get killed. A piano's still going to fall on you that they can't bring you back from. Well, well they don't, okay. they're never going to invent a cure for 17 stab wounds. You know? <laughs> Mr. They're Birds. Still, yeah, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, it, death is always going to be there. Wasn't that episode they said, hey, uh, we're, we're still trying to invent a cure for 17 stab wounds, and then they, the, someone chimed in and said, we're at 15. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I, one of the Calico things, one of the research... Um, one of the things that I read about recently is they were taking blood from young mice yeah. and, and replacing the blood of older mice with that young blood. Right. And it, ex- it extended their lives. Right, like, right. Um, inexplicably. That, that's so convoluted. It seems like something that the Soviets would have done in like 1950, right? Well, so, that well, kind of macabre experimentation. So that's interesting. They used to actually do that in the medieval ages. They used to try to, especially the royalty and elite, they used to take blood from younger people and try to infuse it with themselves, which they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They were drinking it and just pouring it on themselves like yeah. idiots and getting all sorts of heinous diseases. Yeah. But uh, now the research, they're way, they, they came back to that idea with experimenting with, with young mice, and they found that, yes, indeed, actually, the, the blood from young mice does help older mice heal faster, mm-hmm. and it helps their cognitive ability. It, it actually kind of regresses their aging. 
yeah. which is which is really fascinating because that suggests that there is no theoretical limit to how long we can live. And there's this guy, the scientist, I forget his name, but there he thinks that we only have to cure six things to be able to live infinitely. Really? Yeah. Six, what are those six, six things? things? We have to, pee we have, driblets? Sax lactivism, probably. That's a big one we got to cure. Oh, guys, done. Are you done? <laughs> no. Jew jokes? No. <laughs> Yeah, probably. We need more. <laughs> they'll, they'll, hoard it, they'll hoard it over. Israel will invent it. And- <laughs> Line living forever, and they'll hoard it over everybody. You got what? If we hear one Jew joke on the internet today, you guys aren't getting our Lazarus serum. So the whole internet will be shut down except for one guy on 4chan. Oh man, no dickheads! It's actually uh, cancer. They have to cure cancer. They have to cure. I thought of the Jew joke he'll make too. By what? The way. What? What is it? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. no, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. It's a big problem. It's Jew too jokes. funny. It's coming in in, in in one of the episodes. Yeah. So uh, curing cancer, curing heart disease, and then the other ones are kind of trivial. Cancer, that's a big one. Yeah, the cancer's cancer's uh, cancer's a big one. But we're making headway. We're huh. able to cure some forms of cancer. I like the race against death because it like pits um, small scale technology against like biological technology yeah. to me in my mind i see it as like all right this is a race between nanobots and all you medical nerds yeah like, you get it who's gonna do it one of you is winning one of you is, is gonna be loved for millennia yeah right oh, that's a really cool way of looking at it because it could come from the it world you're sure. saying right for, well nanobots can cure cancer yeah they could yeah if they worked if they tar- if they were small enough, they didn't enough, turn anyone into gray goo. You know, I think the the other the other the solution here is, Dick. Really, if we find an energy source that's compact enough, so that we could power some of these nanobots to go into our bodies and target cancer yeah. cells. Uh-huh. Oh my, that's it. That's a game changer. Well, we some got- of them work on Wi-Fi. Like, so, like they get yeah. energy out of radiation in the air. Yeah, near field communication. Yeah. They they communicate with each other and pass on complex instructions that these nanobots can can then execute. Like ants. Like. Oh, f- <laughs> So that, that, <laughs> that thing I was talking about is called biological immortality. Wait, what do you, and it exists? So yeah. just immortality? Who, do you have any examples of it? Hydra, like I said. What the hell is a hydra? What is it? It's a freshwater little simple organism. All right. That, anyway, we, we're running out of time. That's all I got. That's my, that's my problem. Death. Death. It's a big problem. The biggest, the biggest problem in the universe. That's got to be the biggest. That's yeah. bigger than female genital mutilation. Uh, it is. It absolutely is because this affects everybody and animals. Yeah. There's no good. There's no good. Well, is there good that comes from death? Yes. I mean, uh, yes. you don't have an ecosystem without death, right? So I was but th- that's on God, not us. Well, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, why God. would you design that? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, there is. There, I was thinking about this. I was thinking, is there anything worse than death? And some people would contend, yes, taxes. there is. Tax, Income uh, tax. I almost brought in taxes as my second problem. But no, um, there are some things that some people consider worse than death, and that's chronic pain. Because some oh, people yeah, look that's for- that's true. Yeah. That's true. Death is a solution for yeah. chronic pain and cancer. And they look for euthanasia. For some people. For some people, they want. They, some people think that it's worth living in spite of chronic pain. And then death is also- Oh, man. I also some serious pain, though. I also used to think that death was the worst thing even including rape, but some people, there was this old tribe of uh, women, I think in the 1800s or 1700s, they were, they, they heard that their, uh, their army was slaughtered and that the enemy army was coming towards them, was marching towards their city. So all the women and daughters, they took themselves and they just threw themselves off the cliff because they didn't want to get raped. So some people yeah. consider rape worse than death and some people consider chronic pain worse than death, but that's, I think that's a minority. I think the majority of people want to live. I guess we'll find out when someone brings in rape. <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, hey, this w- episode is brought to you by Casper. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Casper. <laughs> hey, get $50 toward any mattress purchased by visiting casper.com slash biggest and using promo code biggest. How's your Casper mattress working out for Oh, you? it's great, man. Every time I go to sleep on it, it's like coma sleep. Like, for real, I feel like... I feel like I go. I put my head down and I get up and I'm. I'm. It's like a time machine. Really? I don't stir. Would you sleep like you're dead? Would you say I sleep like I'm sleep dead? Sleep of death. It's it's death. It's deathful sleep. It's restful sleep like you're de- like you're dead in a grave. Awesome. <laughs> mattresses can often cost well over fifteen hundred bucks, but Casper mattresses cost between five hundred for a twin size mattress and um, seven fifty for full size, eight fifty for queen size. Nine fifty for a king size mattress under a grand—that's a deal. Casper understands that buying a mattress online can have customers wondering how this is possible, but it's completely risk-free. They offer free delivery and returns within a one hundred day period. It's that simple. You ever uh, you got to work on your bed yet? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, you, I've got, gotten, you gotten to work, I've gotten, gotten some down more, to yeah. business uh-huh. on that bed. How yeah. was that experience? Made some batter. It's it's uh. <laughs> It's good. made some batter belch. It's it's great, Dick. It's great. I can't recommend it high enough. You know, I'll just say this much, right? Okay. You've seen those old commercials where they drop a bowling ball and there's a glass of wine and it sure. doesn't start. I grew up in the 80s. I know that. Oh, my gosh. It's perfect for that moment because you set down the glass of wine, you get right to business. You don't have to worry about it spilling over. <laughs> <laughs> That's how smooth you are. Oh, yeah. Like a piston, baby. Saying a girl the whole time. You got your glass of wine sitting there, rippling like in Jurassic Park when yeah. the Tyrannosaurus is coming. Yeah, I'm like, uh, what's his name? Bateman from, uh, Patrick Bateman from uh, American Psycho. Right. When I just, pu- I, I stop midway and I point to the glass. I look at, I look at the girl, I look, I do that little two finger thing yeah. with the eyes and, and say, look at the glass. And you She's, say, go to casper.com slash biggest and enter promo code, enter promo code biggest, biggest for $50 off your magic. All right. Yeah, it's a great mattress. My what? problem yeah. is hoverboard hoaxes. Ha ha ha. Good. Yes. Good. I know what you're talking about. I don't want to hear this. You know this. what I'm talking about. Because yeah. Lexus just released this campaign about mm-hmm. how they've invented a hoverboard. Oh, yeah. It's not a fucking hoverboard. No. It's not a hoverboard. It's not a hoverboard. No. I don't care that it floats and yeah. that you call it a hoverboard. It's not a hoverboard. It's not. It's a superconducting magnetic platform. Right. That rides around on a weird rail. Yeah. And has skateboarding celebrities embarrass themselves on it because it's not a fucking hoverboard. No. It has none of the fun of a hoverboard. No. It has none of the magical technology of a hoverboard. Right. It's not a fucking hoverboard. You yep. can put tits on it and call it a supermodel that doesn't make it a supermodel. That's a fucking fact. Yeah. Well, you know, this bothers you too. Because I think I think the worst, the worst, most wicked type of falsehood is the perpetration of a hoverboard hoax. Hmm. Because we want it so bad. There is nothing, there is nothing that we want more than a real hoverboard. So Ooh. bad that we're willing to believe the stupidest fabrications of our lives. Do you remember when Back to the Future 2 came out? Yeah. What what, what do you remember the myth? The hover- regarding we wanted that hoverboard, the hoverboard. That it was real. Yeah. That people said it was real. And for because Sean and I were talking about this on the car on the way over, that so we both heard this same lie independently that a, a group of angry mothers is what was preventing the real actual hoverboard 
from being oh. released. Oh, yeah, Did you I remember that? that? Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Growing yeah. up. And I, th- I was pissed off. I think I read that. It sounded like something I would read on the back of a Garbage Pal Kids card. <laughs> you know, like uh, these mean moms and, t- and teachers, this consortium. All these fucking moms. Yeah. Always fucking up our good times <laughs> when we're kids. God damn it. Yeah, because they don't want us to fall. Again, death. Death is the reason they don't want us to have hover- hoverboards. Yeah. But, man, I remember when I saw this video, Dick, this weekend when uh, Lexus released this. By the way, they didn't invent it. They just they came along and they they uh, they bought the rights to market this thing that somebody had, right? This this patent. It's just a fucking super. It's just a, sim- it's a super, it's a conductor. super conductor. It's just a magnet. Yeah. That's why it's leaking um, vapor all the time. Yeah. Because it's full of... Uh, what Jesus Christ, I can't remember anything. Liquid nitrogen. Liquid nitrogen. And yeah. they have big tanks of liquid nitrogen right next to it. And the quote-unquote skate park that it's operating on is full of metal rails. Right. Some fucking exciting hoverboard you got here. Wow, you can hover anywhere you want on a skate park built for this hoverboard. Yeah. Just oh, cool. Wear a slippery t-shirt and let your friends spin you around on an air hockey table. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Ice skates... You need to use them at an ice skating rink, don't you? You don't just say, hey, man, yeah. I, invited, I invented ice skates. Yeah. Oh, really? Can I use it on the sidewalk? No, you have no, to go no, to the no. specific place that yeah. I built for, specifically for this thing you, that you put on your feet. You can't use it anywhere else. Yeah, I built, I, I invented a jetpack. What? Yeah. How does that work? Oh, it's really cool. You go to the bottom of this cliff, and then I drop this uh, rope down, and you <laughs> climb up it. How the fuck is that a jetpack? Yeah, exactly. And then they, that other jetpack thing. Here's the, for, first, by the way, Dick, the thing I want more than a hoverboard by far is a jetpack. I have so many heists in my mind planned. <laughs> the second jetpacks come out, I'm going to fucking steal everything. Let's go so, through the heists. <laughs> what are the heists? I, no, I'm not going to say this one because legit might happen. <laughs> because of masked jetpack, man. Wait a minute. First of all, what about the actual jetpack that exists? No, that guy, the Disneyland one. No, no, no. Oh, what? The what one Disneyland from like one? Tomorrowland in the '60s. They did a promo thing for the Disney. Rocketeer. Yeah, or do the you Rocketeer. mean an actual jetpack? No, they had a jetpack. Yeah, in Disneyland. I didn't know that. Yeah, Tomorrowland. It's like the black and white footage of a guy using a jetpack, and everyone's. Is I, it I mean, a jetpack for real? Yeah, it's a jetpack. Huh. My, my dick's been wet ever since I saw that thing. Not hard, but wet. Hard and wet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused right there. Yeah. This Sean, guy's dick gets wet. Sean, it starts want, sweating. It's so hard. He's got that look in his eyes like he wants to see it. Sean, you want to see it? No. You like, don't want to No, the jetpack, not his dick. The jetpack? Yeah. yeah. Show me yeah, the jetpack. Well, yeah, I got to see this now, too. No, I'm talking that's about- That's not a euphemism. <laughs> yeah, I'm what, talking about the real- Jetpack that like is sponsored by Red Bull, the Jetman, the water thing. That- no, 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 no. That's awesome too. I yeah, love. I, yeah. I think that's a real water jetpack. Like, yeah, I really want to ride one. Sure, I do too. But it's not a jetpack in the sense that we're thinking. I'm saying the real jetpack, where it's a guy who has. Oh yeah, those, yeah. He has those two giant jets Fan, on fans, his fans. Yeah, I don't know. They're jets, bro. Really? He's flying like he gets <laughs> dropped out of a bro. Bro. You want to talk jets or fans here? Are we talking jets or fans? We're jets. talking jets. Jets. This guy has too many jet packs on his back and little wings, and he's flying around. It's a plane. If you got wings, it's a plane. A jet pack is just a pack, and that's it. <sighs> okay. Like the, the Tomorrowland. Look it up. Like that girl that you jerked off to Yes, first. Mary. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Mary, so hot. Huh. So, yeah, man. I know that's a good point. It is a plane. Yeah. It's okay. a miniature you, plane. You want to hear my heist idea? Yeah. For jet pack? Okay, I'm, I'm kind of sad saying this right now on the air because now that I say it, I'm never going to do it. I mean, you because can still do it. You have a jetpack. What no, are you going to do? No, because they'll patch the security hole. <laughs> okay. okay. Have you ever been to the Tower of London? 
Uh, no. I, I, the line was too long. I went and the line oh, was like two and a half oh. hours. I, I'm Sean, I went with you. Huh. Yeah, and we said, fuck this. Bro. The girl we were, yeah, forget about lines, okay? <laughs> I, <laughs> I found the best way. And this is how I found the loophole to steal the crown jewels. Yeah. Uh, no, stop no. it. No, stop it. <laughs> it's the easiest thing to steal in the world. It's like a Pink Panther villain. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, dickhead, I'll, you show, you give me some crown jewels and I'll find a Russian who wants to bite. I guarantee I'll find a Russian oligarch by tomorrow lunchtime that wants to buy the crown jewels. Garen fucking teeth. Okay. I'll, I'll make millions of those, those crown jewels. <laughs> millions. Okay. Russian oligarchs love that shit. They love all sorts of like kitschy shit. And by the it's way. It's kitschy like the crown jewels. <laughs> <laughs> Maddox's kitsch emporium. You're talking. We got those Cupid dolls. <laughs> we got a cat poster. And the crown, the most famous jewelry in the history of man. There's a spare, <laughs> spare grail around here somewhere. Well, yeah. look, man, if you steal the Mona Lisa, there's only one customer for it. And those are fucking Russian oligarchs or maybe some Saudi princes. That's it. Those are the only people who are buying it. Okay. Okay. Right. So I'll find a customer, not a problem. Or maybe I'll just fucking wear it because I have a whole closet full of crowns at home. I wear crowns all the time. You're yeah. talking to a guy who wears crowns. Do you have a real crown? I have metal crowns, but they're not that. They're not the crown jewels. Well, mm. I'll just say that. I wish they're you had not a real, like, real custom made one. You yeah. Know? Well, that's why I got my eye on the crown jewels, buddy. <laughs> Okay, so I went to the Tower of London, right? Okay. Walked right in. Just walked right in. Lines? Pfft, whatever. Okay. So I'm in there, okay. and there's only, you know, there's like some cool torture shit to see, and yeah. then there are a bunch of like fucking placards to read, and you're walking around bored to tears, and then you're looking for some food, and all the food sucks there, so you're just, you're stuck drinking fucking uh, flat Pepsi, looking for food, and bored. And the only thing worth seeing is Pepsi the- Pepsi is a great problem. Go, yeah, go ahead. we'll Sorry. bring in Pepsi yeah. sometime. But you're looking around to see that if there's anything to do in the Tower of London. And that's cool, whatever, but it's not like a, a huge event unless you go to the Crown Jewel Room. Okay. And the Crown Jewel Room, the line is just winding and it snakes around and there's portraits and all sorts of just, you know, cool cool shit to see in there, right? Uh-huh. And the, the uh, Crown Jewel of the event... Is the crown jewel room. Right. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> you walk in, and they have all the different uh, uh, crowns and uh, jewels yeah. for for the, uh, the, the, the monarchy. Yeah. yeah, the monarchy. Right? The gifts from other dignitaries throughout history and right. stuff like that. So here's how I went into that room. And honestly, it was a mistake, but I found a huge loophole in their security. I walked in through the exit. I just walked right in through the exit. Okay. Security guard looks at me, tips his hat, and I, t- I just kind of like look, up, look at him back, and I said, okay, I guess I'm in here. And I walk in like an asshole, looking at all the crowns, the, you know, the crowns in there, and they're all, the, the security for this place is, is atrocious. It's this, the crowns, these priceless things uh-huh. are sitting there behind plexiglass. Mm. That's it. It's just like a little thin layer of plexiglass. Bro, there's more security between you and I right now. Yeah. My laptop screen is thicker than the screens on these uh these crown jewels. Okay. So I thought and then I and then I walk outside after after I'm look, I'm done, I get my fill in like 5 minutes. I'm done. Uh-huh. So I walk outside and I see the wall 
to the Tower of London is like, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 feet high. Okay. Oh, and I okay. thought if I just pogoed right over that wall or I had a jetpack, I could run in there, grab the fucking crown jewels, knock over the tubby security guard. Who's, he seems like a nice guy, but he's just one dude. The, the, the beef eaters? Yeah. The beef eaters. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what they call their security guard, the beef yeah. eaters. Whatever. whatever. They're, gra- they're guarding the crown jewels. Please, beef eaters, forget it. I'm, a, I'm the real beef eater, buddy. Yeah. So you just run in there, make a grab for the crown jewels, hop over the wall, you're done. You hop on a motorcycle, you go over the uh, the London Bridge, fucking di- you're in paradise for the rest of your life. Maddox, I really think that their security would stop you. You think so? There's just one yes. guy. He didn't even have a fucking gun. I bet the security that they have is the kind of security that you don't see. Like nope. with No, like with cameras, nope. eye in the sky. They've probably got, you know, a bunch of hidden beef eaters around. How far do you have to go from the point of the crown jewels to get out of the Tower of London area? You know what I'm saying? It's like 20 feet. You run 20 feet to the wall, hop over that wall, and you fucking hop on a motorcycle, you're gone. They they don't even have time to react. You're gone so fast. I'm, I'm not even shitting you, dude. Banks have better security. The White House has better security. And people penetrate the White House all the time. There's that crazy dude with the Pokemon who jumped the fence and then ran towards... He got, like, to the front door of the White House. Yeah, and the White some, House... Some fucking dogs got him. Well, yeah, and he kicked him. He kicked the dog. Yeah, but what if he yeah, had but, a jetpack? <laughs> Wait, doesn't London have the most cameras of any yes, city? Yes, oh, oh, CCTV, please. I pissed right in front of a CCTV camera. Right in front of one. Nothing. They're probably used to that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't anyway, think you're going to get away with this. Well, not now, because they're going to beef up their security. Because <laughs> they listen to this podcast, I bet. Oh, man. Do you think we know anybody who works security over there? Like any kind of London cop or anything? Oh. You say, somebody, if, you're, if it's as easy as you're making it out to be, someone will have tried this. Dick, I'm telling you, nothing easier. I, I plan heists all the time in my mind just I to know see you if do. I can. They're you know, great. Yeah, just to see if I can, you know? Yeah. Just like trying to f- poke holes in security, which I see all the time. Oh, my gosh. There's this bank. There's this bank that I, that I uh, go to sometimes. The worst security. There's a huge, huge hole in their security. Yeah. I'll tell you after the uh, the the episode. Yeah, but yeah, you missed man. your calling, being a uh, bank robber. I was gonna say being an inmate. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. Anyway, uh, this is a superconductor, not a hoverboard. Yeah. When you when you cool certain materials to an extremely low temperature, in this case one negative one ninety seven Celsius, they become a superconduct. They become superconductive. If you position them near a magnet during that cooling process. They oust the magnetic field and effectively remember their position relative to the magnet. There's a video that Lexus just posted. That's why I'm so pissed off about this, where it shows these skateboarders trying to use the quote-unquote hoverboard, and it's it's embarrassing. It's like watching a one-legged cat trying to bury shit on a frozen pond. Like, they stumble around. (laughs) They they jump on it. They jump off as it approaches new things in yeah. terror because they know they're going to break their wrists right. if they stay on There's it. no friction on this thing. There's no fun to it either. No. There's no fun on it. Would, would you call two magnets that are just levitating on top of each other, would you call that a hoverboard? No, I wouldn't. No, no. Because no. it's just magnets, idiot. It needs more power. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a hoverboard unless you can go someplace that wasn't specifically designed for your hoverboard, your quote hoverboard. Let's not even call it hoverboard. Just like a flying car is not a flying car if it's a shitty airplane that can fold its wings up on top of the car. Then it's a fucking airplane. Yep. Fuck. Right. Amen. That's the fuck. That's a great fucking example because I'm so tired of flying cars and people. Oh, it's a flying car. No, it's not because you can call an airplane a flying car too. Then can't you, dipshit? Because airplanes have wheels. 
Yeah. There, and you, the airplane's not a car. It's a plane because no. it has wings. If it has wings, it's a plane. It's a plane. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah. We've defined a box <laughs> and a, a flying car. And now, however, do you remember when Hover, when Funny or Die did that? Yeah. Uh, that troll video, I yeah. guess what you'd call it, where they got Tony Hawk and Christopher uh-huh. Lloyd to come out and act like they'd actually invented a hoverboard. Yeah. I was angry even when that came out. So I'm like, yeah, fuck, fuck you guys. Like, yeah. you know what you're doing. It's not funny. You what know- you're doing is not funny. <laughs> well, I guess that was or die. Um, you know what was the best thing about that video, though, Dick? The way that it was outed. You remember what happened? Do you know what happened? No. No. So the way that video was outed, because uh, there was a lot of speculation when it came out by a uh, bunch of gullible idiots on the internet, thinking, oh my gosh, we're finally here, we, we got the hoverboard. Yeah. Then some girl who was like a PA for that thing listed uh. it on her resume, and she just uh, posted it on IMDb or something. So people were searching <laughs> for this, and they, they came across this girl. She quickly removed it, but the damage was done. Everyone picked up the story, and they said, oh, it's, it's fake. Guys. Yeah, there are whistleblower laws to protect girls like that, protect people like that. So this is from a this is from a journalist who was at this demo reporting of how fun the hoverboard was. Yeah. Uh, the pro skater Ross McGoran employed to master this thing for a video, but it's a bit challenging. He was supposed to be doing a demo, but yesterday fell off and almost broke his ankle. Today he's hobbling around pretending he's fine. <laughs> he tells me the whole board teeters on a magnetic balance point just one centimeter wide, running lengthwise down the middle. What? That's so, Really? Yeah. That's why they look so stupid when they're trying to have fun the time of their lives on this uh, amazing new technology of magnets. So essentially, th- it, that's like being on a high wire. Yeah, it's exactly trying what it is. Trying to skateboard on a high wire. Are yeah. you kidding me? They should get. They should have gotten some of those uh, Cirque Soleil idiots to uh, to do that thing. They should have, yeah. instead of a professional skateboarder. You're right. Because those guys, those guys are good with balance, at least. Those guys would have done it. They shouldn't have done it in the fucking first place. I don't know why Lexus, a car that I own, is committing this kind oh. of fraud i don't I, this is not the brand that i bought into yeah you know what i'm saying i think it's exactly the brand you bought into dick no i bought a i bought into a brand uh, that was that was soaked in sophistication and class <laughs> and now i've got persian racing rims and fake hoverboard jokes yeah i hate that's the thing i hate most about this was that it was just one big lexus ad and it was so fucking and shameless. it's a horrible ad it was so shameless at the end where the car drove up in between the two ramps and they built up to it. Yeah. And the guy jumped the car. And they, they it was just so fucking shameless. It was like uh, the new Jurassic Park movie with Mercedes. Oh, my oh, gosh. You couldn't, yeah. you couldn't blink and not see a Mercedes ad. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's my problem. I'm d- no more hoverboard stuff. It's not funny. There's never going to be a hoverboard. Never. Uh, no. Never. Mm, never. No. no. That uh, hope is what they're preying on. Never going to happen. Dick, that's super fucking depressing. Yeah, that's my problem. Well, I mean, uh, we're already at 105. I don't know. Do you want to do? You want to do? You want to do another problem? You want to save it? Well, Sean's making a scrunchy face. That uh, that tells me no. <laughs> that, you know what? I brought in a problem that sounds like it's a bunch of bullshit, but yeah. it's actually a real legit problem. I'll save it for save the next it for episode. The next yeah, one. yeah. I mean, try to cram it in. It's never as good. <clears throat> no, yeah. it's never as good. Because I actually have a lot to talk about with this problem. I'll bring it in next week. You do unless you have a quick one. You want to do? You want to cover? Is that it? Uh, I mean, it would take like 10 minutes. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. no, that's it. That's it for this episode. Yep. We, co- we, got th- we covered a lot of ground here. We covered death and hoverboards. Yep. And by the way, Dick, when we list this problem on the website, hoverboards, we're putting it in quotes. I, I call it hoverboard hoaxes. Yeah. Because they all are. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Hoverboard hoaxes, and my problem is death. Vote it up, death people. See you next Tuesday. 
Hey, didn't you have a song you were going to play? Yeah. Yeah, you want to play it? Well, do you have any voicemail? Um, I have a song. Oh. I think you've heard it before, though. Okay. Uh, you motherfucker! <laughs> this is such bullshit. No, fuck you. I do have a song to play, Dick. Oh, uh, buddy, you had a lot of losses. The end this of this week. episode. No, you I did. You had didn't. a lot of losses. Yeah. Pistrillins, you've been salty about that. That's bullshit. I called shenanigans. I called shenanigans on drama. I guarantee if I did, if I spent more time researching this, fuck you, Grand Mooney. If I spent more time researching this, I'd find I'll the shenanigans. I'll bring you a distribution of all those votes. It doesn't matter. It's unreliable. It's compromised. No, no, no. It's fine. Garbage. How do you feel about that Smash Brothers loss anyway? Um, well, <laughs> that can't I'm, feel good. I'm okay with it because it's like every other Smash. Fuck this song. <laughs> It's like every other Smash Brothers uh-huh. game, right? Where you have random elements determining who wins. The only reason you won that round is because you got the random power-up. No, the real reason I won that round is because you kept jumping off the level. Oh, if you review that footage, you jumped off the level for no reason. I'll tell you the reason is because the level kept changing. Another random chance element. Yeah, but I didn't jump off. Well, because you were you were fucking around trying to get the power up. No, because I'm a survivor. Yeah, that's okay. why. No matter what game it is, I'm a survivor. Yeah. All right, let's watch your. Let's watch not this going Titanic. To. No. Come on, it's a good one. I'm gonna open up these packages by Lori. I got Blitz here. That's a. Okay. Last time, uh, Rose, the old lady, had just shown up. Rose DeWitt Decatur died. Oh my on gosh, the I fucking hate this movie. Now she's helicoptering in. If she had lived. That's a hoverboard, too. <laughs> the helicopter? Why not? Yeah. You're hovering. Yeah. Sure, call it a jetpack, call it whatever. It's a flying car. Yeah. And a hoverboard. <laughs> it's a, they're flying skis. Essentially. I fucking, I really hate that shit. Like, I really hate the hype around the hoverboard. You know, and you know what it does is it cheapens the actual hoverboard yeah, that's coming. It it's coming, it Dick. Does. I think they're going to make one. Man, this guy. The Diamond Man, they're, they're doing their own heist. That should be interesting to you. It sounds like more than 30 seconds, Dick. No, it's exactly 30 seconds. There's no shenanigans here. It feels like about an hour. All right, that's it. Good. Good. I got a song they're here. They're planning a heist, man. What? They're not planning a heist. They're not, they're not like it's my... It's not the crown jewels, but it's a jewel. You know, what's his name? Dean Kamen? The guy who... Is that, is that his name? The guy who invented the Segway? I don't know. Could be. He he kind of alluded to this hidden project that he was working on, the secret project. I think it was for the Department of Defense, and it was some kind of um, uh, stilt or some kind of pogo device that that allowed uh, people to jump up to twelve feet or higher with uh, with this device. And if I had something like that, I dude, you fucking, I'll I'll be wearing the crown jewels next week. You spring heel Jack. That's what you. Is that? Jack what? the Ripper. He has oh, springs yeah. in his heels. Yeah. That's probably why he got away with all those prostitute murders. Wait, did he really? Wow, that's the legend. Ah. That, he's, that he could jump. Wasn't it, Sean? Spring Hill Jack? Isn't that the, the legend? I never heard that one. Oh. Yeah. Maybe I just made it up. Yeah. What's your song? Kind of like uh, the Hiroshima theory. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> There's a song by Thermoptic. He, uh, this is actually a viewer. I, he, I think he found me through Twitch or something, but he sent me this song. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. He sent this to me on Twitch last night. Check it out. Please keep gay porn of me coming in. Please keep gay porn of me coming in. Please keep gay porn of me coming in. Your dick makes me a man. Please keep gay porn of me coming in. Please keep gay porn of me coming in. Please keep gay porn of me coming in. Your dick makes me a man. 
Talk me out of eating clock all night. Talk me out of eating clock all night. Talk me out of eating clock all night. Yeah, go ahead. Clock all night. Talk me out of eating clock all night. Talk me out of eating clock all night. Talk me out of eating clock all night. People not want to eat clock all night. Talk me out of eating clock all night. Talk me out of eating clock all night. Talk me out of eating clock all night. People not want to eat clock all night. Talk me out of eating clock all night. Talk me out of eating clock all night. Talk me out of eating clock all night. People not want to eat clock all night. Look at this cock. We could have a contest. Look at this cock. Let's stick on day. Look at this cock. We could have a contest. Look at this cock. If it's stick on day. Look at this cock. We could have a contest. Look at this cock. If it's stick on day. Look at this cock. We could have a contest. Look at this cock. If it's stick on day. Maybe I think I'm a lot smarter than I am. Maybe I think I'm a lot smarter than I am. Maybe I think I'm a lot smarter than I am. I can trick Star Lord into having sex with me. Maybe I think I'm a lot smarter than I am. Maybe I think I'm a lot smarter than I am. Maybe I think I'm a lot smarter than I am. I am a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, I don't remember saying that stuff. <laughs> of course not, Dick. <laughs> what an ass. I'm gonna steal some jewels. <laughs>